It's Tuesday, December 12th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The federal agency compromise, a wake-up call for patching and security vigilance. AI in MSP tools enables latest move mirroring the industry trends. And AI as co-pilot, Microsoft's ethical commitment in technology advancement. This is the business of tech. Are you and your clients tired of the time-consuming ticket tennis of coordinating meetings and help desk calls? Wouldn't it be better to automate this process with a tool that connects directly to ConnectWise Manage or Autotask? TimeZest offers scheduling automation that gives you complete control of your schedule and eliminates the hassle of calendar ping pong. As the only service designed specifically for MSPs, it integrates into your workflow and makes scheduling appointments easy on you and your clients. Plus, you can try TimeZest for free. Visit timezest.com slash radio and use the code msbradio to get 10% off your first year of TimeZest. According to research by Vericode, nearly 4,000 businesses globally are still vulnerable to Log4j exploits, with 2.8% using versions with the original Log4Shell vulnerability and 3.8% running Log4J 2.17.0 that still contains a vulnerability allowing remote control exploits. The study also found that around 32% of applications were still using Log4J 2.1.2x, which no longer receives security updates. The research highlights the failure to regularly update Log4j versions and the prevalence of at-risk applications due to teams patching the initial vulnerability but not remaining vigilant. An unidentified threat actor gained access to two public-facing web servers at a U.S. federal government agency by exploiting a previously patched vulnerability in Adobe ColdFusion. The intrusions were likely part of a reconnaissance attempt with no evidence of data exfiltration or lateral movement. The vulnerability impacts remote code execution and affects multiple Cold Fusion versions. CISA stated that the hackers conducted a reconnaissance effort, and it's unclear if any data was exfiltrated. Microsoft Defender for Endpoint alerted the agency to the exploitation and quarantined the hackers' activities. CISA ordered all federal agencies to patch the known vulnerability in Adobe Cold Fusion. According to a report by the Government Accountability Office, only three out of the 23 Civilian Chief Financial Officer Act agencies have met the cyber event logging standards set by President Joe Biden's Cybersecurity Executive Order and an Office of Management and Budget Memo. The Department of Agriculture, the National Science Foundation, and the Small Business Administration have reached advanced Tier 3 status for logging, while the remaining agencies still need to make progress. WatchGuard Technologies has released its latest internet security report, highlighting the increasing instances of remote access software abuse, the rise of cyber adversaries using password stealers and info stealers, and the pivot from script-based attacks to other living-off-the-land techniques. The report also reveals a surge in the Medusa ransomware variant and a decline in malware arriving over encrypted connections. Network attacks saw a 16% increase, with proxy logon being the top vulnerability targeted. 
According to PsyCode's State of ASPM 2024 report, CISOs consider software supply chain security a bigger blind spot for application security than generative AI or open source. The report highlights the challenges of managing AppSec attack services, improving relationships between security and development teams, and consolidating AppSec tools into a single platform. Now, why do we care? The fact that many applications still use Log4j 2.1.2x, which no longer receives security updates, should raise concerns about legacy systems and their maintenance. This highlights the service offering for adopting a more proactive approach to software updates and vulnerability management and should justify managed services. Layer the cold fusion example there too. Enable announced the enhancements of its RMM platform and central including advanced management capabilities for Apple devices, generative AI for script automation, analytics and reporting in the cloud, and deeper integration of security and backup solutions. The updates aim to simplify the complexity of hybrid and cloud environments, users and devices, providing a modern user experience for IT professionals and their customers. Microsoft has released a new Teams app for virtual desktop infrastructure, offering improved performance, reliability, and security. The app is available for business customers and supports Azure Virtual Desktop, Windows 365, Citrix, and VMware. Some features, such as user-created custom backgrounds and Teams Premium features, are not supported in the VDI version. Microsoft plans to end support for the classic Teams in the VDI app by June 30th, 2024. The release of version 4.8.0 of SIP brings updates to the standards engine, new standards, and the ability to deploy Intune status pages and autopilot configurations. The release also introduced the official Ninja One integration, providing a comprehensive overview of Microsoft 365 environments within the RMM. This integration joins Halo PSA, Gradient, and Ruist integrations as well. Other notable changes include multiple GDAP invites generation, improved policy assignment, bug fixes, and compatibility enhancements. The product is released on GitHub. More than 4,500 MSPs now use the product. And I couldn't resist this one. Linux is introducing its version of the blue screen of death called systemd.bsod. This feature generates a full-screen error message with a QR code to provide more information on boot issues. While still experimental, it is expected to appear in many Linux distributions next year. Meanwhile, there are no significant changes to the Windows blue screen of death currently. Now, why do we care? Well, the BSOD story is to make you chuckle. Moving beyond that, Enable makes the move ConnectWise made months ago. Disclosure? I'm an Enable shareholder. The big three MSP players have made their first AI moves. I wanted to highlight the quiet progress of CyberDrain's improved partner portal. 4,500 MSPs is a serious player. Microsoft marks its latest report's 10 years of DEI data, highlighting progress in creating a more diverse and inclusive workforce. The report showcases increased representation of women and various racial and ethnic minority groups at all company levels and efforts to ensure pay equity. Microsoft's commitment to using AI as a co-pilot, not an autopilot, and leveraging technology for human innovation and empathy is emphasized in the report. 
The company recognizes the importance of data and self-identification in informing AI models and in creating inclusive benefits and programs. Microsoft has also announced a major reshuffle of its security leadership, appointing Igor Trezniski as the new CISO, replacing Brett Arsenault. Arsenault has been moved to a new role as chief security advisor. The shakeup is part of Microsoft's Secure Future initiative, aimed at enhancing the security of its software offerings. The initiative includes reducing vulnerabilities, adopting code QL for vulnerability scanning, and accelerating the deployment of security patches. Why do we care? Microsoft's approach to using AI as a co-pilot rather than an autopilot and leveraging technology for human innovation and empathy reflects their understanding of an ethical set of dimensions for AI. This approach is crucial in ensuring that AI development aligns with DEI principles. That's a model to emulate. Looking to make your monitoring offering premium? A way to differentiate your capabilities? How about being able to see into your client's IT rooms with thermal imaging with 768 monitoring points combined with ambient temperature and humidity? Live and recorded video with motion detection offering better visibility than being there physically. Sentry from RF Code is the answer. Plug it in, scan the QR code, and you're done. Sentry helps you know about IT issues before your clients do. And listeners get 30% off your order of hardware and service with code MSP Radio on checkout. Visit rfcode.com slash MSP Radio and ensure you're never asked why you didn't know again. Thanks for listening. Today, Gingerbread House Day. Now we're talking more sweets for the holiday season. Want to take my class in January? Navigating Emerging Technologies for MSPs, and the link is in the show notes. Those questions and comments, I want to hear them. If you've got a thought, put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. Talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.